Today's episode is sponsored by Bushbaum. Now, I know you guys have heard me and Bree talk about them on episodes before because we use Bushbaum in and out of the treatment room. Not only is Bushbaum cruelty free and vegan, the ingredients are all natural or naturally derived. My personal favorite products are the Bermuda Oil and the Scrub. This duo is formulated to reduce the look and discoloration of dark spots found on the body. It is a must-have for all my clients that suffer from residual dark marks as a result of picking a spot they shouldn't have. If you guys are not retailing Bush Bomb, I don't know what you're waiting for. You and your clients are going to love it. What is up, you guys? You are listening to the Waxing Leos podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mariah. And I'm Bree. And today we're going to talk about, um, you know, how to deal with things that happen in the treatment room and some things that me and Bree have kind of uh, learned throughout this process of being out on our own that has helped us in the treatment room that they don't really teach you in school. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. school teaches you, though. Bare minimum. Yeah. So has anything crazy happened lately in the treatment room for you? Um, Nothing too insane. I did have a chick stick her hands in the wax. Not once, but twice. Like on her body? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to do her Brazilian mm-hmm. and she grabbed her. So I laid the bikini strip. She And I warned her. She was my first client of the day. My room was freezing. My bed's cold. She weighed like 80 pounds soaking wet. So I was like, hey, just let you know, this is going to feel really warm because of how cold you probably are. Because she she had goosebumps and shit. Yeah. So I was like, just let you know. And my wax was on 60, which is not high at all. Yeah. Like it was gummy, you know. Mm -hmm. And she literally goes, ah, you're burning me. Stuck her hand right in it. And I was like, well, leave your hand there. Because as soon as you pull away, it's going to be stringy. Yeah. So, and then you're going to be, like, picking your fucking fingers and shit the rest (laughs) of the wax. So, I was like, just leave your hand there. And then, like, once I tell you it's set, you can just, like, pull your hand out, whatever. And uh, so, she did. And then I was like, okay. I was like, well, so then I test. I do this a lot. They don't teach you this in school, but I do do this. I'll test a strip on, like, my client's arm if they complain about being too hot on their crotch, I'll be like, see, I'll just like barely dip it in the wax. I'll be like, and I'll like put it on their like arm and be like, see, it's not warm here. I was like, it just feels warm because it's in that area and yeah. you're nervous and it's cold in my room, whatever. And um, so anyway, I did that and she was like, yeah, it's not hot at all. And I was like, see, yeah, I told you. I know. So anyway, I lay the second strip thinking, okay, she knows, whatever. Like she's already, you know, she should not stick her hand in the wax. Boom. Sticks that fucking hand right in that wax. And I literally looked at her and I was like, are you, sh- I go, are you shitting me? <laughs> and, uh, cause I've never had her before. She is one of Kristen's clients. Oh. I, so I literally looked at her and go, are you shitting me? And she was like, what? And I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, put your hands on your butt. Yeah. Like put your hands behind your back, bro. I'm, fu- I'm not doing that shit. And then she started closing her leg after every single one. And then when I laid her labia strips, I laid them at the same time. I literally looked at her dead in the fucking eyes. And I said, if you close your legs and you stick your lips together, you're pulling it off yourself. <laughs> and I meant it. I like, I'll like literally talk to my clients like I'm their mom. <laughs> Sometimes. Because I'm mean, just like, bro. You have to for their safety. Well, that's the thing. And that's what I kept trying to explain to her. Because she also would like, when I would pull off her bikini strips, she like grabbed my arm. And I was like, dude, if I pull this wrong, you're going to bruise. And you're really skinny, which most of my super skinny clients bruise 
easy as fuck. Yeah. Because the skin's so thin. You have, like, yeah. no meat there. Or if they're jumpy because you can't get the proper angle to right. do the pool. Right. And, and then, then I'm like, I'm going to bruise them. you. Or yeah. your hair's not going to pull out right. Then I'm going to have to relay the strip. Yeah. And it's like, that's not fun for either of us. No. I'm using more product. And then now you have to go through the pain again. Yeah. So... But anyway, so yeah, then she she was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, oh, you probably fucking hate me. I was like, no. no. I was like, you're just pissing me off. And then she <laughs> she like was like, well, she's like, I took a Vicodin before this. And I'm like, what? Why would you take a Vicodin? A Vicodin? Are you able to drive home? I'm like, bro, this looks. She had her daughter. Her daughter was also getting waxed. And I was like, this is a little excessive. Yeah. Like a Tylenol. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. uh, fucking Vicodin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But she was like, well, every other wax I've had has been so painful. And I'm like. Bro, your her hair was so fine and thinned I'm out. Like, maybe it's not for you then. Yeah, and so I I told her I was like, well, maybe you should get sugaring, like, because now we have a sugar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe you could try sugaring for your next appointment. Um, because I was like, if the heat is what bothers you the most, because she said that the heat is so painful. Well, then yeah, sugaring is no heat yeah, really. Because I'm like, maybe you have neuropathy or some shit, you yeah. know. And so I was like, okay, I was like, well, yeah, you should do sugaring because I was like, it's literally like room temperature. Yeah. Like Maddie does hers room temperature. So I was like, you could try sugaring. And she was like, oh, I don't know. It just takes so long. I'm like, Maddie does a Brazilian in 25 minutes. Yeah. Some sugaring places take an hour. So for it to be 25, is pretty fucking good. Well, and I mean, I, in my opinion, sugaring hurts more. But I agree. But you don't have the, the heat. Um, you don't have the heat. And also, like, the pace can be slower. Yeah, it does. If you have longer hair, it's going to pull more. Oh, yeah. Um, she trims everybody. Because, yes, boy. And then that yeah. flick. Anyways, it's a personal preference. Yeah. So, like, no I hate. always tell people, because I'm like, if you don't like the big rip of the wax. And then also, like. Yeah, because it's little. Yeah. It's increments. Little, little baby pulls. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, if you don't like the big pull of the wax, because I do big strips. Also, the thing, too, with hard wax is, like. I can't let that sit for too long. No. So like you can't be like, it's oh, come off. you can't be like, oh no, can you wait to pull or whatever? I no. can't because it'll crack and then it won't pull off any hair or it'll hurt more or whatever. Yeah. Like you have a specific time when you got to pull the pole. So I do recommend sometimes I'll be like, hey, you should try sugaring. So I've had a couple clients switch over to sugaring because they're one of those people that close their legs all the time and stuff like that. And with sugaring, if like you don't want me to pull right away, you don't have to no. because it's sugar. Um, but I actually have been referring some of my clients out to getting laser too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some people are best for that. You I know? just have some clients where it's honestly more of an aftercare thing. They're not good enough with their aftercare with for waxing. And with waxing, you have to be on your A game. Yeah. Some people are fucking lucky and they don't have to, but... All, nine times out of ten, you got to be on your A game because your hair follicle is getting so, so weak and you're just going to get ingrowns like crazy. Definitely. And so I have one where it's literally at this point, she just has like ingrown city. And I was like, yeah, bro, you you just got to switch to laser at this point because, I mean, no amount of vajayshals and everything that I can do on you at this mm-hmm. point. I'm like, that's just so far gone. No amount of vajayshals will help you. Bro, literally. Like, I'm not kidding you when I say that almost every hair of hers, you know how like it feels smooth, like her crotch feels smooth. But every hair is just, like, right under the skin. You just see, like, every single one. Yeah. And I was like, that is, like, what am I, A, I am not waxing anything at that point because they're all under the skin. B, that is just going to, like, become such a problem down the road. Yeah. Like, I'm in no way. So, like, at least with laser, it'll open up the follicle on her first session to pop those out. And then it'll start doing, like, the treatment. Yeah. But, so, I've sent a couple people. And then also, like, some people, it would just be, like, 
monetarily more intelligent to go to laser because like I have a couple clients that do their legs and I charge a lot for legs because I don't like doing them. Yeah. And also you, I use hard wax. So, I mean, the time and everything that it takes me to do legs, granted I do them quicker now, but even then, like monetarily, it's smarter to just go get laser on your legs. I took legs off my schedule. I'm not. Again? Uh, yep, I don't do them. I'll do half legs, but I'm not yeah. doing a full leg. I refuse. I took them off, put them back on, realized that it was a stupid decision, and then took them back off again. Yeah. So I just won't do it now. Or you could just charge a lot of money. I haven't had anything crazy really happen in the treatment room. I did lift someone. Um, you talked about that last time. Yep. <laughs> Still traumatizes my dreams. Well, yeah, dude. It's terrifying. Uh, because she had changed her blood pressure medicine. And so I'm actually really linking blood pressure medicine to lifting. Um, because one of the girls lifted someone not a couple weeks ago and she was like does blood pressure medicine and I was like I think so because I mean it would make sense she had waxed her before she started new medicine mm -hmm. it would make sense why it would it, it does um but that's not again that's not something they teach you in school no. it's it's a lot of these things that like you learn as you go and you know you do kind of have to be investigative yourself like we're, obviously we're not fucking doctors but yeah. when you look at what these medicines do what they're for blood pressure medicine like thins the blood mm -hmm. um and i do believe that it causes as well like it thins it but it increases the blood flow yep so kind of like if your client was pregnant mm -hmm. how they have a lot of blood flow to that area mm -hmm. like it, i truly believe that um it can cause lifting yeah so that happened and then you know we've had a couple of clients this past uh couple of months that have been allergic to our tents really and i've never had that yep and that's another thing they don't teach you in school well and people can develop allergies yep i've developed yeah, allergy to we've had gel. a couple um yep gel is like a huge gel one. and acrylic mm -hmm. I can't um, either. it's because of there's a certain ingredient that if you get exposed to it so many times then you can end up like developing an allergy really yep. quick. That's why I told my nail tech to start wearing gloves. Yeah, definitely. Mariah has developed an allergy to gel. So if she's like doing, because you know how like when nail techs are doing people's nails and they like get some on like the skin, they'll just take their finger yeah. and like wipe it off. She's there's like two parts on her thumb that are always like irritated because yeah. of her doing that. Um, so I was like, start wearing gloves. Yeah. I know it's an added expense, but it's a cheap expense and it's going to save you down the long because honestly, with nails, there's so much chemical exposure. Oh, yeah. And so now they wear masks and they wear gloves. Yeah. Um, which I think, honestly, too, that just looks cleaner. It looks more professional, in my opinion. Sure. Like with having gloves on. I mean, nail stuff gets everywhere, you know? Yeah, like you exactly. Got the powder of their nails get right. everywhere. So but. I would just, like, we have a dust collector and shit, too, and that helps a lot. Um, but yeah, another thing, so I was going to say about the tint. So like in school, obviously, if you do hair, they teach you about patch tests and stuff. Not that anyone ever does them, mm -hmm. but they do teach you about them. So now I've started doing patch tests because of that. Okay. Yeah. Or if people if it's their it, first have time. them sign something yep. saying like, you're foregoing a patch test. Yep. These are the risks. Yep. That's what we do for lashes. Yeah. Because so. I mean, we just, with so many people, like one chick, Thankfully, Benadryl got it to just go away completely. Mm -hmm. But, like, her eyebrows were puffed as fuck. And I was like, what? Damn. I know. And I was like, I've never seen that in my life. 
I mean, it can happen. And then we've had a couple with lash lifts and tints. And then we even had some clients who have been getting their lashes done for, like, since Rose started. And they're developing allergies to the glue. Yep. Emily has a severe allergy to lash I'm glue. I'm like, damn, what the hell? And it just gets worse the more that you do Dude, it. Yeah, exactly. The more <laughs> exposed to it, it gets worse. Yeah. I uh, got gel on my toes for vacation. And- oh, Yeah. They itch today. My toes itch. But I knew it. I knew mm-hmm. it was going to I did it to myself. Yep, you took the risk. I took the risk. Um, Does regular wanna... polish do it? Mm-mm. That's crazy. That's the only thing I it's can do. Because it's, it's literally the ingredient thing. And I even try, I've been doing press-ons, and I got this, like, protein bonder, because they were like, oh, yeah. yeah, you should get that. It'll make your press-ons last longer. I'm allergic to it, because I put Fuck. my press-ons on for our trip, and I was like, damn, my fingers itch. And that's the only oh. thing new. So I'm allergic to that's that. annoying. Yeah, it sucks. But anyways, make sure that you have your form set up, okay? Oh, God, That's the whole point, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Like, form set up. You're being informative, especially if it's a first-time guest. Um, And then if something like that does happen, like you lift someone, whatever, you know, make sure you don't gloss over it. You tell them what it is. Tell them how to help heal it. Now, you can't prescribe, right? You can't be like, go buy hydrocortisone. Mm -hmm. Go take a Benadryl. I'm always like... If your body does okay with hydrocortisone, you could try that. Mm-hmm. You could try maybe a better, like, you know, in a persuasive way, but, like, not you're telling them. Because you also want to be clear that, like, hey, like, make sure you're okay with this. Mm-hmm. And if it does get bad, you know, see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not a doctor. We can only do our best. It's just a wax. I guess I've always said, like, how I always recommend stuff is I'll, like, pretend like I've had it, and, you know, I'll be like, and, well, when I had this and I took a Benadryl, it really helped me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, like, just say, like, me, even though some of the time I'm like, yeah, I've, I've never had an irritated eyebrows tint. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have had rashes under my arms. I've had some, Same. Uh, you know, stuff like that, but I believe that that's from your bra and putting on certain deodorants. Deodorant and- will... Natural deodorants always break me out. Bro, natural deodorants made me have the biggest rash. What mm-hmm. is the brand? Um, there's one called Native. Native. It what kills was the me. Other brand. Um, Native um, and oh. Schmitz. Schmitz always gets me. Bro, Schmitz made me have like a chemical burn. Yes, that that's same. Hurt. And I put same a bush bomb oil under there to yeah. like heal it. Yeah, fucking hurt. Um, yeah. they, it's because of the baking soda or something. Someone said I don't know, but I always tell my clients natural doesn't always mean better, right? And we know Period. that, but they don't know that. So education is most important. But yeah, so the, actually, okay, so let's go to the treatment room. Um, like tips and tricks. Yeah. So with that, um, I would definitely suggest reading over their forms. Okay. First and foremost, create your forms. I feel like a lot of people don't read them. They just have people sign them and yep. they don't read them. And I um, try to encourage the girls. I'm like, did you look at their forms? You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, why are we taking people that haven't filled them out? Like, right. they've got to take that minute to fill them out. Yeah. Um, and then I'm always asking them as well if they have any, like, allergies before we start the service. Mm-hmm. Now, going in, we've talked about this before, but making sure that your room is set up so, like, get your sticks out, get your cotton rounds, pre-moistened, tear now, your paper Now, do you towels. do that in front of them, or do you do it most before the they get there? Most of the time, I already have it set up. If okay. not, then, yes, I'll do it in front of them. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I'm already, like, set up. Like ready so to So I do. changed how, because I was doing it like that. Mm-hmm. I changed it. So now I do all that in front of them because I had a client, she was new. I had a client accuse me of like reusing sticks. 
what? She was like, oh, are those from the last client? I'm like, no, I set up before you came in here, like whatever. And what's crazy is I went out there checking out my client and I even told her, I was like, hey, I'm going to clean up and set up for you real quick and I'll come back out and get you. So I literally told her and she was like, oh, are those from the last client? So I was like, no. And she was like, well, would you be okay with getting new ones? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. So I had to throw away all my sticks <laughs> and get new ones out. And I was like, damn. But I was like, I'm not about to have her fucking report my ass or something. That's so weird. I know. But it makes sense, too, because, like, if I'm going to go get a tattoo or something, they have to legally set up in front of you. I guess that's true. So, because you, you have to, same with piercings, like, you have to, they have to, like, watch you get everything new. Yeah. So, I mean, it, so that's, I changed that. I changed, I started doing that. I mean, that's smart, but I just, I mean, I guess if someone asked me to, yeah, yeah. But I'd be like, I just got these out. But, like, like here's the thing, trust like, me? Right, but, <laughs> like, like, here's the thing, like, with facials is everyone's always pre-set up. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't open my dermaplane blades. Like, I'll do that. Same. In the middle of a facial. But that's, but yeah, that's a, that's, that's literally it. it. Like, I only open my lances and stuff when I'm there, but. Or if I do, like, it. a nano infusion, I open up the cartridge, right. you know, then in there, but. um, Everything else is, I'm already, like, pre-pumped all my shit and, yeah. like, all that stuff. I pre-measured everything, so I'm like, I think that just, I know, just to base it off, I also have wax pads down and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, every client is different and they are watching you. So just make sure that you are clean. Um, oh, because that, people, especially when they're getting waxed, mm-hmm. they're just sitting there looking around the room. Yep. Look at yeah. your ceilings. Look yep. at your floor. Wherever, yep. whenever you have them flip over or whatever. I always try to look at those places where like their where they eyes be looking. go. Um, I was getting waxed by Lindsay before I went on my trip, and I looked up and I was like, "You have a like a you know like a cobweb string." Like mm-hmm. I was like, "You have a cobweb string hanging out for me. Like, I'm gonna need you to get that." You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Like, it's just stuff that like that's what clients are looking at yeah try mm-hmm. to like come into your place of work and pretend that you're a client and mm-hmm. literally look everywhere that they would look like that's what i do i'll even like walk how they would walk like mm-hmm. when i tell them like get the in the bathrooms mm-hmm. yeah look at everything um another thing as well with facials in particular i know this is a waxing podcast but with mm-hmm. facials and hot towels like i think that they have you get like 10 towels ready per client wow. and you really don't need that i so. use five Oh, I use three or th- four or five. Sometimes two. For but my my first oh yeah hydrofacial. But my first cleanse, I use a towel. I don't use like uh, the sponges. I only use sponges for the first cleanse and then a towel exactly. for the second cleanse. And then I just um, do a towel. A towel post mask. So just try to like think about how you can cut costs and also because um, laundry does laundry is money. Yes, and time. Yes. Oh my God, so much fucking time. Mm-hmm. I send out to get our laundry done. Oh, nice. Um, They come and pick it up from That's the dope. salon and then they bring it and it's already folded. Yep. So if you can invest in stuff like that, like save. Yeah. Save. Do we it. have so many fucking people at my salon that like we just all are constantly doing laundry. Yeah. But do you have washer and dryer mm-hmm. there? Yep. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not taking that shit home anymore. Yep. I used to. Yeah. And then yep. I'd be up and then everywhere I'm- I've had the salon has had a washer and dryer access. And then I'm putting pressure on my own washer and dryer. So yeah, like at that point, you that. might as well just buy one. We have a hookup, but the building oh, nice. is so old. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I built mine, obviously. So yeah. I was like, washer and dryer was like, I want a stackable unit. And well, I, and you do hair. Like, they have exactly, to have Exactly. And nails. Right? Yeah. They have to have towels. So that makes more sense. So it's just like, con- I mean, it's constant laundry. So like, we pro- I mean, we probably do four or five loads a day. Damn. <laughs> I know. But I mean, it's not, you have so many people using them. That's true. I wish we could do laundry, but... Because, like, hair towels, I mean, shit. 
Yeah. They use so many in just one person. Yeah. Um, and capes and all that. All of that shit. Yeah. What's the, what are some things that you reuse in your treatment room laundry-wise? Mm. Like, is there anything else that you do? Because, um, like, we use, like, I started using, um, instead of doing cotton rounds, I have, like, re- uh, reusable thingies. Oh, like, eco-friendly stuff? Yep. Mm-hmm. Man. And then, like, um, the sponges I was using are washable ones. Man. We're not eco-friendly. No. I mean, I try. I'll, I'll buy these cotton rounds on Amazon that say they're eco-friendly yeah. and, like, sticks or whatever. But I like, only use the cotton—I use disposable cotton rounds for, like, the pits and crotch mm-hmm. and all, all that. And then the reusable ones I'll do on the face. We don't do any reusable mm. stuff. Even our headbands— Oh, disposable. Away. Yeah, those but, are. But like when COVID happened, because I used to have people change into a robe and like I all don't that, do that shit. And then I was like, COVID and now monkeypox and shit, mm-hmm. and it can live on the fabric. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, man. Yeah, I don't do robes and shit. I can't. No, I just tell them to get naked like you would for massage. Yeah, undress from the waist up. Yep. I don't, get as comfortable as you want. On. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's what I do. Um, all, but yeah, so I've done that. I So my headbands and all that shit are reusable. And then another thing that, like, I'm trying to get rid of waste, obviously. Um, my stir sticks are silicone spatulas. So I tried it. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I bought the ones actually from Wax Bear. The acrylic ones fucking oh. suck. First of all, they break. And then they melt. They no. melted to the so, side of the pot. Fuck that. So $20 a piece. Don't buy them. Sorry. Yeah, no. I didn't even know they had them. Yeah. Um, so I'll put you on. What I use, uh, they're black. Um, they're the whole thing silicone and, um, they are 600 degree Fahrenheit, whatever, which, cause our wax pots actually are pretty fucking hot. Yeah. So like, I don't think a lot of people realize that, especially if you have that thing cranked and you're trying to melt your wax. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot as fuck and it'll melt like regular spatulas. But anyway, they're from Hobby Lobby. Oh, really? And they're in their like seasonal section. They always have them though. So they're black spatulas and they're like, if you get them half off or whatever, they're only like a dollar 50 a piece. So I buy a fuck ton of them, but it's really nice because then you're not wasting any wax because literally... How do you get it off? You the just, end. Just let it, let it dry. Pull, out, and pull then it, it out literally, and then just peel it off? Yeah, the wax just peels off. Because that's how <laughs> people make those wax... Mats. Mats. Or, no, the um, molds. You know how people will like, oh, make wax yeah, molds? Yeah, yeah, they're in silicone... Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, like, in silicone candy molds. And then you can just wipe off the end. Literally. So that way you're not throwing exactly. away Exactly. Yep. So, I literally, what I do between each client is, like, as I'm cleaning all my, like, bed and everything, I go ahead and just wipe the handle, too. Yeah. Which, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. That's why I tried the acrylic ones. I'm tired of spending $20 oh, it's so expensive. for 100 fucking Big wood ones. paint stir sticks. Yeah. They're so expensive. They crack in half all the time. Yep, I'm yep. like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I re- highly recommend the spatulas. And the spatulas, too, are super fucking sturdy. So it's like... And so what's really nice, too, is like... I don't know what pots you have. I can't remember. Miss Sire. Double. But you have the double one. Okay, mm-hmm. same. So you know how, like, it's got, like, that weird, like, divot or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like at an angle. I feel like I have so much wax that gets built up on that and it doesn't melt. Like the rest yeah, of the fucking it's on pot, the top. yeah, yeah. So what's nice about the spatulas is it will literally will just like scrape and pull all that off, hmm. and then you just pop it back fucking in. I might have to try the spatula gang again. I I can, I'll to. bring you one. Okay, and you can just try it because I I order like thirty at a time or whatever. Because after a certain while, um, just from cleaning it so much, I feel like the texture of the silicone changes and it gets gritty. 
And I just don't like well, how... Because that doesn't... Cavicide's strong. Exactly. So it's just... And you're constantly doing it. Yeah. Um, so the part of it that's in the wax is always fine. It's usually the handle that starts getting gross. So I just throw them away once it gets to that point. That makes sense. But it's super easy because at the end of the day, what I do is I like pull them out and then I have a little silicone like baking sheet mm -hmm. that I set them on. And then like I just let that wax dry and I literally peel it off, throw it back into the pot and then I just disinfect the whole spatula and then it's good for the next day. That's smart. Yeah, and you're saving so much fucking money because those stir sticks are stupid expensive. Yeah, work smarter, not harder, guys. And also, like, when you guys start upgrading to bigger pots, um, you're going to have to use stir sticks. Yeah, you have to. Because you constantly have to, because it, it's weird how those don't heat evenly at all. No. Um, especially, you don't want to have it, the wax too hot where it is heating evenly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's the other thing is, like, you just constantly have to keep stirring it because it'll get hot spots and stuff in it. And then it always, like, at the top, I feel like, always gets, like, a mountain, like a little yeah. iceberg. Of hard wax. Yeah, of just, like, hard, it's hard as and fuck. And then you got to push it <clears> down. You guys yeah. know what we're talking so, about. Yeah, so I'm constantly doing that. So, yeah, you guys definitely have to invest. In, I mean, when you have those little pots, you don't have to do that. And I will say um, our wax lids got fucking trash. So if you can email Miss Sire anyways, mm -hmm. and I was like, hey, can I buy new lids? And they actually sent us like six for free. For free. Yeah. Because I was going to buy them, but they were like, what's wrong with them? And I was like, I mean, they're just old. <laughs> and they know? get gross. They get gross. I was like, can I just get some new ones? Also, and they sent them. how that pot is designed is not ideal. No. The lids got stuck under the lip of it, oh. so I had to, like, get a screwdriver. So one of and them like, was all fucking bent up. Yeah, And I yeah. was like, I mean. Yeah, just... they get. I've noticed that a lot of people, what they'll do with those is they'll flip them upside down. So they don't sit inside. That's smart. They and just like sit on turn top. the knob around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Um, so that's what I started doing. But yeah. It was just so hard to clean. I mean, yeah. You could use reusable rounds like Brie does. I mean, that's just going to add to your laundry. Which, if you have a laundry, then it's easy. If you have a laundry, then it's easy. But if you don't like me, then fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. But I am going to try to look at, like, brands that I buy from. So, like I said, my cotton yeah. rounds, they say that they're eco-friendly. They are more expensive. Same. So, I, I hope that they are. Mine are, like, bamboo or whatever. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and they come in a box or something. They're so expensive. Um, but you can always try to look into that. And I mean, I mean I'm just trying to find places that are. Yeah. And then like, I even considered, have you seen those, um, spoolies that are like silicone rubbery? Oh, and you can just disinfect them. Yeah. yeah I've seen them. I've started, I've thought about doing those. Cause like I use spoolies when I trim eyebrows Same. and like all that shit. So I'm like, that would be like another spot. Cause I mean, spoolies are so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't feel bad buying them, but I'm also like, that's a lot for the environment. Yes. Plastic. That's a lot. So, you know, we try to be eco-friendly as possible. Uh, it's kind of hard in our industry to be eco-friendly. I mean, what we do is wasteful. Yeah, it is. That's another thing, like sugaring. That's why I'm like, you know, if you guys really do care about the environment, go sugar. There are hard waxes that are good for the environment. Yes. Um. What's that one freaking called? That uh, relaxing wax. Yes. Have you ever I tried haven't it? tried it. I haven't either. I'm skeptical. I, <laughs> I have a lot of people who do use it, and they said it's like really hard to work with, and you have to lay it super thick. Really? Super thick. Which I'm like, dude, that's just so expensive. Because it's biodegradable, though. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> the wax biodegrading with, like, people's pubes it's not? It's so wild. And, like, just like just yeah. being somewhere in a landfill or wherever they go. And is hair not biodegradable? Is it? I would assume it is. I'm not a scientist. Because, like, it's skin cells. John, is hair biodegradable? Has to be. 
He can't hear me. He's it's not keratin. paying attention. Is it? Hair is keratin. That's true because I guess if you think about somebody be dead in a coffin and like their skeleton, you know, is what's left. But like, doesn't our bones turn to dust? I mean. Are you Googling it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking course I am. I don't know. But anyways, I th- believe the, the brand is Relax and Wax and they do. It's a non-plastic hard wax. So that is pretty cool. As a potential material resource, human hair has the advantage that it is completely biodegradable, renewable, and avar- available in every locality. I wonder how long it takes for hair to biodegrade. Oh, that's the first question on here. Yeah, what does it say? It takes between one and two years for hair to break down in soil. Oh, Cool. Still, specific soil conditions will affect the rate of decomposition. The decom- decomposition will occur faster if the area is warm and moist. You guys learn something new every day on the Reading Rainbow here at the Waxing Leos podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> those are just a couple things that we do, guys. I know this is short and sweet. We've done episodes before on a lot more in-depth t- trips tips and tricks so make sure that you check out our older podcast you know we've gone into detail about how to set up things like that and we will catch the vibe next time peace bye